Welcome to the Keylock Podcast. I'm Joe Major. That's Johnny Hudson and Aaron Keylock. How are we all doing, boys? Yeah, I thought I'd shake it up this week. You've been yeah, practicing. Getting a bit of yoga in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And plus, I can now tell I've been rushed to my head, then I feel like I'm going to pass out. <laughs> I said I was going to start the podcast and then waited for another five minutes just so that Johnny would uh, <laughs> get some blood loss. There's always one, isn't there? Yeah, and it's usually me. <laughs> Hi, Aaron just sits there politely waiting for the podcast to start, and there's yeah. there's you getting into your weird positions. And... <laughs> Tell you, man, I, um, I think people tune in just to see that, and then oh, yeah, they stick that. around. <laughs> I was going to say they turn off after the intro just because I've seen you do. I uh, the same thing. Everyone's going to be running up to you shows about going do the thing. <laughs> and I won't put two and two together for ages. People are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, me. Right, album club then. <laughs> yeah, I, now we've got through everything we can talk about. God. I feel uh, like absolutely no. nothing's happened this week. So, well, two two thirds of this camp. Add sausage mash. I think we should discuss sausage mash. Yeah, sausage gate. So um, hmm. there was, a, a, you know, a, a coincidence that um, both Johnny and Aaron happened to have sausage and mash tonight for dinner. I didn't know this. I, I, they did. They didn't know it. It wasn't like a pre-planned thing. Um, but it I was, was the one that. No, it was. It was pre-planned. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So I, I let the team down and had pizza instead. So. Should have known, Joe. I should have. I. <laughs> we we telepath. I was in the bath last night, and all of a sudden, I just aired kind of inside my head. Tomorrow, we're having sausages and mash. <laughs> Funnily enough, I heard that voice, and then I started taking the pills that stop that voice. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's when the voices in the head start arguing. That's the annoying thing. It's, ah. it's easy to go with it. Yeah, I find someone. What sausages do you have out of it? <laughs> <laughs> out of interest. What sausages? Yes. What, what, what do you mean, what sausages? What sausages do you have? Well, I had Richmond vegetableist sausages, which were very nice. Richmond, oh. you know what? Richmond have absolutely nailed the arse of the vegetarian sausage. Fair play to them. Um, I I'm could not, not tell you. I'm, I'm not a sponsor. No, I'm not yeah, a yes. sponsor. <laughs> Hello. Always an opportunity. Get on the phone, guys. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a veg- uh, vegetarian sausage, actually. You've eaten carrots, haven't you? It's close enough. <laughs> um, yeah. So what were yours, do you know? No. Good no, old A Lincolnshire? Maybe a pork and apple? I'll go and have a look at the wrapper in the bin after this if you want to text you. You're you're quite happy to be one of those people that enjoy sausages without actually knowing how they work. That's fine. You overthink everything, Johnny. You can't just enjoy something. You can't just enjoy it. You have this weird thing where you have to go and know everything about it before you do it. Just enjoy it. Well, I feel then I can justify the enjoyment then. I can go, I enjoy this and I know why I'm enjoying it. But if you went to a restaurant and ordered sausage and mash and they didn't have the sausage that you knew about, would you freak out? They always tell you. Always tell you. And it's always Cumberland. Did that annoy you? No, no. Cumberland's a, a classic, isn't it? It's a, it's a, some would say a cliche in the, in the world of sausage and mash. I think it's one of those just tried and tested things, my friend. Yeah. Killer content. (laughs) Yeah, I can't believe the podcast has devolved into sausage discourse. (laughs) (laughs) Charlie can literally argue over anything. I don't think I was adding anything to it. I think you're arguing with yourself. (laughs) At least least I know I'm going to win. (laughs) No matter what happens, I win. 
it's the little things, man. It's just the little things in life, you know? Yeah. You can't appreciate the little things. I don't know the, what the rest of that saying is. Um, don't sleep with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink to that. We've got our uh, caption for the week. Yeah, um, hi. I'm, I'm so childish, man. It's, uh... <laughs> wow. Yeah, so we're really not... For you, Joe. You what? <laughs> I'll get that printed on a T-shirt. <laughs> hi. Which just goes to show that nothing really has happened this week if sausages and... is, is the uh, initial topic of discussion. Mm. Have you been up to much this week, Joe, besides... Uh... Listening about sausages. Yeah, um, I've been in the early stages of rebuilding like a raised bed for plants and various things to grow in food, food wise. Like, yes. not, not not herbs, but like kale and that sort of thing. Because nice. um, the old um, bed that leafy was in the garden, green. Yeah, um, it sucked and it was rotting. So got some new wood in the process of, of building that with, with me dad, so that's nice. Um, that's, other than that... One of the things I keep saying is when I, if I, you know, get a house and a garden is I'd like to have an allotment, man. I think there's something to be said for um, growing your own food, knowing where it comes from or everything. Me and Anna were saying that um, I, we, want, we want to have, like, a herb garden that has wild garlic in one area, so, like, you walk in and you smell the wild garlic, that's mint... Then you walk a bit yeah. further, rosemary growing, because rosemary is one of the nicest smelling yeah. herbs about. And you walk a bit further, there's some lavender, so you've got a nice bit of lavender. And that's like you kind of three smells sorted. So you go you go from being hungry to sleepy as you walk through the garden. Absolutely, yeah. Well, you know, you know the saying? I don't. <laughs> What's the saying? Always smell nice because the nostril is the first hole you penetrate. <laughs> Excellent. I'm so pleased you've chimed in with that. <laughs> uh, some schoolboy humours going on today. I quite like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I, I like the idea of growing your own. I've, I've got this kind of thing that if I'm ever, ha, huh, when I'm king. Hey. Are we doing this thing? Um, is this is one of your things? You can, you can do if you want. It's a bit more this sensible is. than the other stuff. Just can't it's... wait to be king. Here we go. <laughs> oh, I just can't wait to be king. Unlike some of the others, this is actually quite sensible. Um, I, I've got this idea that um, most big cities have waste ground around them somewhere that I feel could quite easily be turned into a large vegetable patch essentially and then you've got locally grown vegetables yeah but like the idea that it's it's run by the local authority and um people can you know it create first of all it creates jobs and it creates food um and this kind of idea is that like they'd all have like a beehive so there was local honey so yeah and then there's kind of endless possibilities like you say you can grow lavender and herbs and stuff like that and then the, it just reduces like CO2 emissions because, you know, rosemary that's grown miles and miles away isn't being trucked all the way down somewhere. And then you've got like a like a market garden as well. You can sell it almost like on site. Um, and it, when I'm king, I mean, this all sounds like socialism, doesn't it? <laughs> um, when, I'm, when, I, when I'm king, obviously there won't be a king because it's, it's a republic. <laughs> Um, but when I'm when you're when, when you're chair. comrade, <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah, man, comrade Hudson. I used to have a comrade who called me Wolfie. I had no idea what he was talking about, uh, and probably any older viewers will, will remember there was um, Citizen Citizen Wolfie. Um, he used to call me Wolfie and Foxy. Anyway, um, I think the Foxy thing was probably a bit, a bit different. I think you got a crush on you there, Johnny. Yeah, with any luck, yeah, JJ. If you um. Yeah, man. So I just like the idea of like a kind of a city 
owned and grown and developed allotment. What do I we like think? It. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, how different is that? I mean, Oxford's a tiny city and it's surrounded by fucking farms. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere, all we got is farms. Yeah. I know, I remember, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing about going going to Oxford is like, you get off the motorway and you're like, oh, we're nearly there. And then it's like an hour later, it's like, we're still going through fields. Is, we must like, be getting close. <laughs> like The city centre is really small and it's all just like castles and colleges, right? Um, and then it's just... Well, the funny thing is, on the new Westgate, if you go on the roof, you can just see the, how small the city is and it's just surrounded by fields. So it's like... Yeah, yeah. Farm, which I like. Um, we went up there, didn't we, for that... Um, incredibly good restaurant that we went to like americana place that was very nice did the good ribs um but you're right man like literally it, the city it's almost like a walled city it probably was a walled city at one point Oxford, mm-hmm. and it, it you can see like literally the outer kind of ring and then it's just green yeah it's weird man it's nice i like i like oxford a lot man it's, I like just, um, it's got a lot going for it, it. cool yeah but yeah, I'm, I'll vote for it, Johnny. I'll uh, let you have that one. Thank you. I'm also willing to, to vote for it. Excellent. Yeah. You're still approved. Eh? Rubber stamp, there. <laughs> I can't remember what my other efforts were now, to be honest. You had Christmas lights. Um, like uh, stro- yeah. strawberry Christmas lights. Something about didn't like uh, traffic lights with flattening tyres or something. Oh yeah, I was I was gonna stand with like a Mardusa, a thirty caliber machine gun, a traffic light, some machine gun people at random. Um, Still think that's a good idea. Joe wanted to get rid of double strength squash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm getting better at it. I'm practicing, so um, it's it's now in this bottle. So I have uh, sort of gone against oh. my own mentality a bit. Hypocrite. Yeah, but as I say, I'm I'm getting better at it. So that's it's like all things. It takes practice, doesn't it? Yeah, time on. I I think um, why it's not taught in schools, I don't know. Squash level. Well, this is the thing: is it, if we had been taught squash levels in school, it would be all kaput now because we didn't have double strength squash back then. So, back in my day, <laughs> double strength squash, salt and vinegar in green packets. What's the world coming to? God, I'll tell you what. I uh, I'm pleased this week that um, I don't have to. Well, saying that, I'm probably going to do it at some point anyway because I'm not. I'm not keen on seeing info about it, but um, I don't have to unlike Brian May's Facebook page at the moment. I don't know if you guys have liked Brian May on Facebook, Um, but for the past sort of month or so, he's had this issue. And I mean, it's it's like it's a massive thing at the moment where Facebook pages and and profiles are being hacked and and posting. I'm sure you've seen like the weight loss videos if you've been... Yeah. on Facebook in the past few weeks. Um, but yeah, Brian May's page was just hacked and it was just posting like sort of viral type videos for no reason. <laughs> it was pretty much shared without comment and it was like, because like, um, a few weeks ago, um, the Marcus King Facebook page did it and I was like, why the hell is Marcus King sharing like this sort of Chinese chef making some dish? Like, that's weird. meal. <laughs> Yeah, um, and I was like, but then it was deleted, and I was like, oh, bloody hell, he must have been hacked. Um, but for some reason, Brian May, in, in all of his power, has not been, been able to do anything about it for a solid month. Um, so his, his poor <laughs> Facebook team have had to be like... It, it got to the point where whenever they were making a post that was their post, they had to put, like, genuine post in brackets to make sure that people actually understood <laughs> that it was from them and not this, you know, whatever was hacking them. <laughs> But it's. It, I think it's finally being sorted out. I tell you, you could have some right fun with that. 
Absolutely. I mean, I would have done something more interesting than just sharing yeah. shit videos. <laughs> Freddy's still alive. <laughs> um. <laughs> Got you. God, Im imagine the, the, the chaos that would cause. Yeah, yeah. Freddie Mercury spotted with Hitler in uh, South America. <laughs> yeah, man. So I, um, with Elvis and Michael Jackson and yeah, yeah. Prince. Yeah. Prince is probably there. And and Harold Shipman. Um, <laughs> I uh, I met Brian May, man. He's a very nice chap, and uh, he's one of those. Um, he's literally like like just two blokes in one, and he, he's an astrophysicist. Yeah. Like he hangs out with like Brian Cox. Do you know what I mean? It's like I think you've got to be called I think Brian. That's the best title. To join the group. Like rock star and astrophysicist. Star, astrophysicist. Yeah, pretty good. Oh, well, Gary Newman's pretty good. He's got pop star and pilot. That's a a winning uh, combo. Yeah, yeah. Bruce, Bruce, what's his name from Bruce Iron Maiden? Yeah. Also rock star uh, yeah. pilot. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that he like yeah. flies at Force One. That's the, the most insane thing. Like if you were in a band and a pilot, you'd be like. Am I hell flying the plane that yeah. takes all of the band and gear around? Like, I want to keep like the uh, David Lowy from um, the Dead Daisies. I'm, I think he's a pilot. I'm sure it was him. So, um, Marco was telling me that they um, they were on tour and they had this thing with um, David Lowy to keep his pilot's license. He needs to have so many hours in the air or something every year. And he said, right. like, oh, they were on tour, and he stopped at this air show, and, like, he was like, do you want to jump in this World War II, like, but, like Vietnam fighter plane with me? And Marco was like, yeah, sure, why not? And he said, we were like, woo! <laughs> it was like, came out, like, uh, <laughs> like, I'll do that again. I'll tell you, I have actually seen Bruce Dickinson flying a plane. Um, at Sonosphere a few years back, um, they did... A thing it was called Fockers at noon, I think, and they had a load of the old military Fockers, the planes. Um, and Bruce Dickinson is in a, a display team, and so they all went up into the into the sky around okay. Nebworth over over the festival and did like a display over the festival. Um, That's very cool. It was, yeah. I'm not sure if he was flying it, but the I think it was the previous year at Download when I saw them. Um, with with the focus display, it was like announced. It was like a big. They made a big deal of it, and it was like you know this is going to be happening. Whereas before Iron Maiden played at Download, they just had a plane fly over. Like, and I think Bruce was, was it flying it. Lancaster bomber or something. It was something old and. Yeah, it'll be in some kind of military one. Um, see I've if got I can... our, uh, I've got our own version of this. At Rambler Man, they do uh, World War Two reenactments for some reason. It's very odd. I reckon we could have Johnny take part in that. Yeah, man. I'll be I'll be all over that, man. I've been really getting what? me nerd on the last few days, man. Um, you know where we played in Dorset? Um, yeah. Last time we played. Just around the corner from there, there's the Bobbington Tank Museum. I think I probably bored you all to death at this last time when we were there. And it's it's where, um, try, like, the first ever idea of a tank came around to cross no man's land and the German trenches and all this. And they've got, like, the first ever tanks. And they've got a museum, literally. Oh, I really wanted to, man. Like, it's just such a nerd day out. It's great, man. I could be there, like, oh, look at the difference between that Sherman M4 and the M4A1. And this is the Sherman Firefly with a 17-pounder gun. But they, um, over lockdown, their curator's been doing loads of, like, um, videos and chats about tanks. And I found myself down that rabbit hole big time the last few days when I, it's uh, like Jess just keeps going Ned <laughs> true isn't Turns it out yeah. the, the plane was a a, a Spitfire ah, that, that flew over. they sound incredible it was just, man. It was just class because everyone was just stood waiting for Iron Maiden and I think it literally came from like the behind the back of the stage so all of a sudden there was just this plane like flying over our heads it was no. pretty damn cool yeah, maybe we could outdo that and all parachute jump onto stage. <laughs> Again, yeah, I can't see anything going wrong with that. That's uh, use the slip, use the rise, slip, 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 there. straight through the drum kit. Right, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how Pelock all died. 
Right, boys, I think it's uh, it's about time for some album club. So, album club, for those who don't know, is like a book club book for albums. John, well, welcome Johnny Hodson, host of the Akilah podcast. <laughs> That's <laughs> hey, it now. You know the host, yes. I know, yeah. Know your place. Now, now you've proved you can do it. That's it. I am uh, formally stepping back as host. <laughs> you can. Have we should it. do an episode run by Johnny. Oh, be careful. Yeah, aye. It'd be shocking. Be <laughs> I mean, at least I actually managed to remember Album Club this week. That's uh, we're off to a good start with it. See, I'm slowly, slowly, <laughs> yeah, man. I'm coming for your job. Oh, absolutely, yeah. When I, I mean, if I get at the moment, so. I mean, I was that bad at it last, that, uh, that bad at it last week that you uh, probably could have taken over and I'd, I'd, uh, I'd <laughs> not noticed. So, um, yeah. So, album club, as Johnny, the host of the podcast, has explained, it's like a book club, but for albums. Um, last week it was Aaron's turn to pick the album, and Aaron chose Taj Mahal by Taj Mahal. Inventive. Yeah, I. Um, <laughs> We'll get straight into the kind of the questions. Is this everyone's first time listening to the album in full? It's my first time listening to the album in full, but not my first time hearing the album in full, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I knew you'd like, know most of the songs anyway. Yeah, yeah. I said Johnny will know them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the first time I've heard any of it ever, possibly. I might, it might have... I did not, to be fair, I doubt it had been on in the car when we've been driving places. You might have heard like Allman Brothers' version of Statesboro Blues or something in the car, but yeah. 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 Turn your lamp down low. Yeah, I think now you mentioned that, that probably does ring a bell. To be fair, yeah. you probably heard a few of them when you went and saw Johnny's band. Yeah, did, did you play any of these? Uh, in, in we Dust My Broom, you probably did and things. Dust My Broom, man. Yeah, we did Dust My Broom. We probably would have done that. It's great tune. Yeah. Oh, so we'll um, do our general likes and potentially dislikes of the album. Who wants to? Uh, I like the I like the honesty of it. You know, um, I think I think as a general theme stuff at that time, guitar music at that time was all very honest. In that it was like yeah. kind of there's not much. Well, there's absolutely no digital editing. There's no you know. Very little kind of drop-ins and stuff like that. Um, although there was on this record, there was um, there was some drop-in stuff because uh, yeah. Taj is playing harp, guitar. I think mm-hmm. he plays mandolin. Um, and you know what? I had to do in the. Um, I read through the album notes. Right, Kuda is the uh, guitar player on this, which I thought was. So it's going to say it's one of my fucking likes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right, Kuda, man. He, um, his version of Vigilante Man's excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Honest, um, I like it. I like how it just feels like a good um, live record, which is what a blues record should be. You know what I mean? You just put it on and it's just like you sit through it and enjoy it. Um, yeah. Party record, and I think that's kind of what it is. And um, I like Taj Mahal's, um, I guess, musical identity. He has a great sound and unique. I love his voice and... Um, I think he just has a yeah. good sound and he's, feel to him. He's one of these guys when that when I was listening to it, like um like when you think of BB King, you think of that signature guitar sound and, and that, that wonderful kind of interplay with his own voice and um you know when, when he stops singing that's when um the guitar starts singing. Um but Taj is one of those singers and he's one of those blues singers like people 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 always associate Elmore James with Slide. Right. To me, to me, it's his voice, man. Like Elmore James's voice is just ridiculous. I mean, and, he did come up with yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> every single song, it's like he he, he he hit it once and kind of went, "That's fantastic!" <laughs> like we're gonna do that again. Um, there's also a thing like I, I've noticed with El, I know this isn't about Elmo James but uh, Elmo James is a, a line in every song where he says something like I've been looking for my baby or I've been searching for my lady he's always lost his woman <laughs> I don't know what he like I don't know what happened to him but uh, he must have gone through women like you wouldn't believe Elmo James he's never yeah. even find 
in one time, boom, gone. Um, yeah, man, but um, his voice. You know what is that, man? The first track on this record, which I can now not remember Leaving what it's called. Leaving Trunk, yeah. yeah. That, um, I've heard that song before. Has anyone ever heard Reefer Headed Woman by Aerosmith? No. Listen, listen to Reefer Headed Woman when we get off this and tell me that it's not just a... Every, like, you can just... I'm absolutely convinced that one night Steven Tyler was listening to this album and went, right, we've got a, I'm going to play that song, but we're going to, the phrasing in it and everything. Like, you, you can, he's just copying Taj Mahal, you can hear it, you know. Um, and it, it kind of connected today when I was listening to him, and it's um, identical the way he's, uh, yeah. I'm going to check similar. that out. Is that an original song? No. I think it is, you know. Oh, right then. Re- yeah, I think I think it is. Um, it might, it may well not be. It sounds like it could, couldn't be, if you know what I mean. But I don't right. know if it's just been written within that style, if you know yeah. what I mean. Like Joe Perry and Stephen Tyler sat around the record player one night, and then Joe starts twelve bar, and then they start kind of jamming away on it. Um, it definitely sat like because I'm sure I thought I wonder who, I wonder who that is. Um, I'm sure it's I'm sure they wrote it, but it's I can't pretty, see anything about there being any other it's not it's written by Jazz Gillum Joe Bennett and Lester Melrose Buster mm. Bennett trio there you go that's <laughs> seems like it's uh... how about you though Joe yeah I mean um, I quite like that it was a sort of um... there's no year for that is there so I was just looking at the uh, refeded woman thing. Um, it was blues, but with a point. Like the, the the track lengths weren't ridiculous. It wasn't like every song's got a fifteen minute blues solo, and you know everyone gets their own little bit. It was like very much like to the point. Um, yeah. No sort of for lack of a better term, fanning about. But I know yeah. that that's uh, probably not what Johnny would call it. <laughs> If you, if you ever thought I was just spam fanning about in my presence, I'm going to punch you straight up into the air. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want none of this muddy water's fanning about. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, see you, Shannon. Um, yeah, and the other thing I had written down was just that he's got a mint voice. It's, he's just oh. killer, isn't he? Um, it, it's it's um, it's that kind of like oniony thing. There's like loads of layers. <laughs> it's got so much texture to it, man. So good. Uh, but it, it's it's at that point where um, I think the blues is kind of breaking out of Chicago a little bit. And, yeah. Um, it kind of like Albert King is considered a bluesman. Not really a bluesman, if you know what I mean. Like it's got yeah, that yeah, kind right. of edge to it. And I think this has got the same. Where was it recorded, Joe? Out of interest. <laughs> I don't know. Hang on. <laughs> Let me... Uh, I read the album notes. I should really have uh, read that, you know. Yeah. If you give me a second, we'll get on to the next question. We'll come back to that. Um, everyone's favorite tracks. That's a good question. His version of Walking Blues. Yeah, um, I like it. I really um, like it. It was very unconventional for the time. There's mandolin in it, and it kind of yeah. it builds, but not to the point where it's like thunder in a way. It just builds quite gently. Um, yeah. yeah, I'd say that. Oh, the first song, Leaving Trunk, yeah, yeah. And um, I agree with those two, and I also love his version of um, Statesboro Blues, I think that's classic. Yeah, Statesboro Blues, and that was killer, man. Yeah, it's it's one of those, um, Statesboro Georgia, that is, Statesboro Georgia, that is. I can't see anything what? on Wikipedia about where it was recorded. What does he say about the uh. Burn that guitar, son. Smoke that guitar, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That old trunk. I own it. Don't own me. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Joe, what was your favourite trunk? I had uh, Leaving Trunk written down. Um, Yeah. I did really enjoy that. And... I also had Easy Rider written down because I quite liked the sort of um, almost like Motowny soul yeah. Yeah, vibe, yeah, yeah. which happens I to like be uh, the only song 
that is an original song on the album. It's not a, not a cover. He wrote it. So fair play. Yeah. Um, I also is just it, my broom as well because that's a. I like the drums on that. Um, some great group. Yeah. So the the um, I I always think of uh, being a drummer in a blues band. Now, if you if you're kind of taking that stuff as reference material, is probably the hardest job because. Uh, I, I'm not quite sure how modern drummers really learn, but th- there's a lot of you know stuff going on. Whereas those guys were mainly jazz players, and they they learned with like a bass drum, hi hat, snare, sometimes a ride. And then when stuff was put in front of them from my ears, they kind of just used it to add a little bit of flavour, as opposed to there wasn't many of those big spin. And so <laughs> step into a like a Chicago type band now as a drummer, it's a discipline. It's the, I think it's the hardest job. Because you've got to learn to push and pull the band, and not just and as, as that ability to sit in the pocket, and then that kind of build on the hi hat and the snare, which I just think sounds incredible. Like it sounds brilliant, you know. Yeah. yeah. And because what about the, you, Aaron? Um, what's that favorite songs? Yeah. Um, I could Feel free say, to finish I mean, I your point first, though. <laughs> Leaving Trunk, I like his version of Walking Blues, and I say State Spirit Blues as well. I think was yeah. a cool song. Yeah. Well, good version. Easy Ride is a great groove too, man. It's yeah. deep, deep mm. grooves. Um, we'll do any least favourites? You know, for me, man, the, um, my least favourite, and it's, and it's not because I didn't like it or I don't like the song, um, it, Dust My Broom. I, <laughs> I yeah, I think it was missing that um, the aggression guitar or something for me. I just didn't have the... Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like when that the, there's two versions that I oh, that I listen to regularly, the Elmo versions. There's one where Sonny Boy is still his half player. Yeah. But the other version, it literally sounds like his hands are on fire. It's like the, because... the room is burning around him and he yeah. needs to get through this song. Just so aggressive and pushed and it's just oh, it's just delicious. It's annoying um, though, because I like the um vocal and the harp and I think the piano in that song is really nice yeah. as well I think he does a few, like some really nice piano um, fills but um, guitar just hasn't got that fire like you say you know what I mean uh, yeah um, but it's still, still a good version it's still good man it's just my least favourite on the record purely because of this versions I know so well that it didn't like if you hear a version of a song that you know anyway and it's you kind of go oh there's something in that that I find yeah I don't know, it speaks to me a little bit more than, than the other um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but as you say, man, it's still it's still a great version. You know, it's still a great. It's yeah. still great. It's not quite as good as the the Elmo version. Yeah, I think I, str- I would struggle to pick a least favorite because uh, again, this this might be a controversial statement for you, Johnny. But I think it's pretty difficult to get the blues wrong. So it's like, as long as you you're playing the blues, it's always going to be at like a similar level. You know, like. I, oh, I don't know. I've seen I've seen a few bands get it wrong. I think it's the opposite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's easy to do the blues wrong, but it's extremely hard to do the blues and keep it interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Uh, it's very basic. But for that reason, if you're playing an hour and a half, you got to do. You know, you got to use that. Um, you got to be so raw and honest, and use so much like emotion in what you play to keep it interesting. And uh, yeah. If not, then it's like, you know what a boring blues band's like. It's fucking painful. But when you see yeah. a good blues band, it's electric. You know what I mean? And I think that's just the difference. It's easy to do it badly. Yeah, I think... I, I think... Um, we, I think because it's... I personally think because it is such a, a kind of an easy music that people um, forget the, the details... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they're not, and it's just like kind of, oh, junk, 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 junk. The you know, it's like... space, isn't it? And what you do in that space and where you leave it and having that um, knowledge of where to play and where not and everything, you know? Um, but it's just a different mentality, to be fair, isn't it, to rock and roll, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I thought yeah. it'd be interesting picking a blues record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, it's um, it's it's a it's one of those because uh, I think that I think it was recorded in '67. I think uh, Fathers and Sons. 
was recorded in 68. So it's in that right. same ballpark. So it's interesting kind of comparing the sounds and the, uh, the, you know, the, the dynamics is in the band and how the record sounds and stuff. That's why I'd be interested to hear where it was recorded, actually. Yeah. Um, I'll have to find that out now. It, it, sounds, more, it sounds more Memphis than Chicago to me. Yeah. I don't know if, Johnny, you happen to come across any information about whether there were any singles released from this album, because that's the next question that I couldn't say I a single see thing. You know what's funny? Um, no, I I didn't. But um, I, I remember because I thought, oh, Joe's going to ask about the singles, and I thought, well, in it weird now, in a in a way now, singles don't matter because um, Leaving Trunk, I think, is is either the the most popular Taj Mahal song on Spotify or or at least one of them. It was in it's in that kind of you know the top five songs. And I thought, isn't it interesting now that that like as an artist, that guy. I think he's still alive, Taj Mahal. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, he is, yeah. He's quite old. Um, yeah, I, you know what? Just to digress slightly, um, there was a, I think it was the Grammys one year, it was my mum and dad had the Grammys on. And um, I can't remember who it was. Somebody, someone like Plan B or one of those guys did like this big friggin' epic thing and they had people running around on fire and it was like <laughs> he was singing very badly. And there was like people running around, and I think because he wasn't a great vocal, I don't know if that's his, if he's great or not great live. I don't know much about him, but it it was a poor vocal from my perspective. It was really flat, horrible. And I don't know if he knew that, so he thought I've got to impress people here, and and so he had like all these extras running around, like there was like a riot scene in this one song, and there was people on fire, then all these people surrounded him and like painted his face, and it was like it was like fucking hell, and then it cut straight away to just Keb Mo. Taj Mahal doing, um, like it was like, hey, that was Plan B. Now we've got our blues section here, and it was Taj Mahal and um, Keb Mo just sitting around with the band behind them, and like literally, like they were just sitting in a studio jamming, and they played um, Rolling Stone or, or like one of those that you know, sits on the E, and, and um, I think he does the version of it on this or something like it on this record. What's Rolling? What's Rolling Stones? Other name? Uh, when Hendrix does it, Catfish Blues. Catfish, Catfish Blues, um, and they just sat and jammed that for five minutes and took the band up and down. Yeah, swap lyrics, swap licks. It was unbelievable, man. Like it was just like, oh yeah. Like if anyone's watching this who has any ounce of soul about them, they'll go. If if I was Plan B now backstage, I go fuck. I've just my my fifty <laughs> crew of extras is just my two half sitting <laughs> sitting playing the blues on like it because it was just great, man. It was funny um, enough. There's a really good uh, version of Statesboro Blues. I'll send you, Joe. I think you'd like because it's um, Taj Mahal, but he's got um, Greg Orman and Chris Stapleton, and um, it's a really good version actually. Very good. Fair enough, yeah. So Wait, sorry, so I, I, and I just thought, isn't it funny that this most of most of Taj Mahal's catalogue will have probably been put on Spotify at once, you know, or at least relatively within a short space yeah. of time. And I thought, so the idea of a single almost in this idiom is it doesn't matter, you know, like it's yeah, it's just we, whatever which one gets listened to the most becomes. Yeah. This is the one we like. Um, yeah. So in absence of a single, the most listened to song is Leaving Trunk from that yeah. record, I think. And I get it, I get you know, it. like it's totally yeah. worthy of that. I guess if, if there's no single singles, then we get to pick which ones should have been the singles. So we'll say yeah, Leaving like Trunk would have, been a, would have been a good one. Yeah, yeah I um, think that's uh, I pretty think easy. I, you know, Riders is more of a single than any of the others as well, to be fair. Yeah, definitely has that vibe just because it's, it's not simple twelve bar. Um, yeah, I'd say dust, dust my broom. Even though I said I wasn't a massive fan of it, it would make sense for him to have dust my broom as a yep. uh, as a single from that. I think um, good versions, energetic in it. So I think it's the same nice kind of vibe as that um, Cadillac Three record we did, where it's hard, where it's like a vibe record where you stick it on and you just, you know what I mean. It's that thing where you have drinks and just listen to a great live blues record. It's yeah, hard yeah. to pick a single. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a journey, in it? And that it's funny, in it? That um, kind of like Jabba kind of said the same thing to us: is we, you're an album band. You know, it's not like a kind of 
let's try and put you on TikTok or whatever. It's like it's it's it should be listened to as a as a bit of a journey, you know. Yeah. The art of, uh, the art of picking an album running order. Absolutely. You know what? Um, let's talk about general like dislikes again. It's quick. You know what I mean? It was like bang, there you go, forty minutes. Eight songs. Eight songs on. Tell me, it's the golden number for an album. I'm, I'm really coming around to the idea that eight songs is like the golden number for an album because it's what fits on a vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's like, I think it's only 32 minutes, if I remember rightly, the, the full yeah, album. Oh, um, that seems like not a lot for for a full no. album. That's like that's like EP length for. Yeah. Oh Christ! What I, I've just touched my earpiece and it's, uh, it's made a noise. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, that's throwing me yeah, off. Yeah. Um, Keylock podcast. <laughs> hi. Um, yeah, that's that's more like EP length, um, but then EPs are, tend to be only f- four tracks, so it's like it's basically like putting out a kind of double EP, putting out like an eight track. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, do we like the album art? I personally, even though it is just a photograph, I do quite like. Um, I like it. I'd, I'd like some, to think that it was done as sort of like a juxtaposition of the fact that he's the album's called Taj Mahal and he's obviously called Taj Mahal you'd expect some big grandiose massive building and it's you know it's this little shack thing that he's sat in front of um, I'd like to think that that was the idea behind it whether or he's not that's true he's just a motherfucker as well exactly yeah he's just sat in a chair and looking <laughs> cool so, yeah there's, you know what I, there's, there's something really nice about that era of, of album artwork even if it is like the kind of dreaded picture of the band or something and there's a wicked album cover man a John Lee Hooker sitting with a fucking big yeah. Troy yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just thought that's that gotta be where Clapson got the Beano thing from right yeah it's gotta be man yeah yeah um, like it's to me it's got it, it's just like the idea of someone saying, what are we gonna do for the album artwork I, mean, I don't give a shit man put me somewhere where there's a big trifle man <laughs> <laughs> and he looks so proud of that trifle as well. good look, yeah <laughs> Christ. Um, I also I'd, I'd like I like the font as well that um, the writing was in. I think it was uh, very of its era, but very cool. Um, yeah. So last question is: Would you buy the album, stream the album, or forget it? Yeah, I, I want to buy it. Man. I'm def- definitely going to be keeping my eyes peeled in uh, charity shops and stuff. Same thing, buying buying vinyl in charity shops isn't what it was when I were a wee boy. It was, no. it, uh, no one wanted it then. No one wanted it 15 years ago. Fashionable now. Fa- and now it's fashionable, yeah. I got like Get yourself I got fi- in a rough trade and spend about 50 quid on a vinyl. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I got fire and water for a pound. Uh, like an original pressing of fire and water for a pound. Like it's just madness. I remember a car would be boxes and boxes of vinyl that people were desperate to get rid of. Charity shops and stuff, I guess you can still find bargains on things people just take in, but... If you go to like a hip record store, then it's a bit crazy. It depends what charity shop, you know, man. Like um, the Oxfam on Bowl Street. I mean, it's Bowl Street and it's kind of like the, the hippie quarter of the city and all that. But that's well expensive. For, it's not expensive. It's just like... Right. Oh, like I, not a quid. Yeah, yeah. Not I, like I, when Tom was buying, um, what was it? Jewish New York theatre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was. Some, I can't remember what it was. It was some like uh, radio comedy thing, wasn't it? And but it was like a, a Jewish family. Or I remember we like, stuck it on. I'm like, this could be interesting. What's this going to be? Like? It was shocking, wasn't it? It was. Well, I mean, we, I think we were all expecting it to be music. I don't. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you what was it? Yeah, it was it? It was in in, in, in oh, English, but um, they were like talking. We thought it was going to be music or something. It was um, just like talking to the crowd. It was really weird. Jewish vintage radio comedy. <laughs> Let's see if anything comes it up. Was, with it. it was odd. I mean, it didn't know if it was two in the morning when we put it on, but <laughs> Tom was like, "I got it for fifty p." <laughs> Must have been real tall, man. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. I think he got that the same day he got the Sharon Osbourne autobiography. Yeah, don't forget what this was... is the guy that also picked up a box of DVDs on the side of the road 
and just went, oh, <laughs> these must be going for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I found this old couch. It was in someone's living room. <laughs> I don't think they wanted it. Though. No one was sitting on it at the time. <laughs> There's a, there's a period of Tom Carter I'd love to have just had a GoPro on his head and just, yeah. to, just to see what he was doing. <laughs> was that it? You don't have to be Jewish. I'm 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 looking at it. That it sounds looks... like it. That rings a bell. Oh yeah. Wait. Yeah. It says non music. Yeah, that's it. You don't have you to don't be have to be Jewish. <laughs> Comedy. Opening jokes about a Batman. <laughs> yeah, it's a nineteen sixty-five comedy album. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah you don't have to be yeah. there. We go. <laughs> We've found it. Um, oh, yeah, I feel like yeah. I've missed out. That was a weekend really? you were away, right? Yeah, yeah. Really you did. also missed out on uh, on yoga that weekend. But then again, sort of Darren because he didn't participate. No, I've seen the videos, man. I, I, um, I was filming for Johnny. The problem is right. It was on vinyl. It was on vinyl, right? No, this is the thing. I have I, I've longed to discover a form of yoga instruction that's not like a, a real-life yoga class that matches up to that vinyl because I've watched multiple videos and stuff and they always kind of go, right, you're going to... You have to you have cl close your eyes and then just copy what I'm doing and it's like, well, hang on, you've told me to close my eyes. I'm facing the opposite way. Like, how am I meant to copy what you're doing? Um, whereas, obviously, because it was on vinyl, she she had to explain it in, in a very specific way. And so I, I felt like I got more out of it because I was able to follow along better because she was better at explaining it. So, um, But I have no idea what that was called. And, you know, trying to search for vintage yoga vinyl doesn't quite turn up the right results, so... <laughs> Well, I know I'm getting you for Christmas. Hi. <laughs> if you can find Tom's uh, vintage yoga vinyl, I'll happily have it. But the I was going to was... go down and pick out a bunch of vinyl and try and, you know, get it reasonably cheap off him. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I pull that one out then. Please do. I, I would love yeah. to own it. Um, the problem was, was that it came with like a, a picture booklet that obviously showed you like the right positions that she was in and we were looking at it i was like i wasn't in that position at all like i have no <laughs> idea what i was doing but it wasn't that it was funny watching because obviously you had your eyes shut you had you connor and tom and you all were in different positions <laughs> yeah. so i remember filming to johnny going like what are they doing there's me going on about how, how uh, good it was and instructive i, I mean you are? I, lo I love the idea, Joe. You've done you've done yoga. That's actually done you like more harm than good. Like I'm still going for physio. <laughs> like... <laughs> well, was it last week? I, I, my, my lemon was that I'd hurt my back, and it is. Mm. It's doing yoga, so I'd I'd pull a muscle, and it wasn't fun. So I haven't done yoga was... since last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since I hurt my back. Yeah. yeah. Man. I, it might I be did... worth trying to install a, a vinyl player into the bus at some point just to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think doing, like, group yoga like that would be a really good idea. Like, you know, yeah. while, while on the road, all that kind of stuff. Like, group meditation, Power group hour. yoga. And... Before we go on stage, do a group yoga session an hour before. Yeah. Awesome. Then get dressed. Go. <laughs> and then you watch, watch me on stage pulling James Brown moves. <laughs> <laughs> Right then, boys, it's uh, it's that time of the episode. It's time to head to Lemons and Peaches. Go on then, Johnny, since you're, uh, you're the new host, why don't you tell everyone what Lemons and Peaches is about? What you got? So, ladies and gentlemen, we do a segment every week that we stole from somebody called Lemons and Peaches, where we go around, we do a, a lemon each, something about our week that was a little bit naff, and uh, then we do three peaches, if we can possibly muster three peaches, as absolutely nothing is currently happening, uh, to kind of outweigh the sourness of the lemons. It's going on a bit now, mate. That was very eloquently put. I'm, uh, I'm proud of you there, bud. Coming for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so, yeah, um, we'll do our round of lemons first. Um, I've, I've, I've struggled to think of a lemon this week. Um, Same. So I'll, I'll go first, but only because um, this week I, I ordered a new uh, mattress protector because my old one was completely wrecked um <laughs> and it came with it came with two free pillowcases and i was like that's cool i'm running low on pillowcases so that's, that's where's this good. turn soury joe well the problem is is that the, the pillowcases uh for a size of pillow that i have never ever seen um it's like the most sort of square pillowcase you've ever seen so I mean, I, I can't, I, you what you've got cushion covers yeah. Well, it said they Sounds were pillow. Like I'll, it. I've got them somewhere. They're down here. Um, <laughs> let's see if we can get the full pillow cover. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, yeah. that's a weird that's shape. That's definitely right? a question. That's not good to anyone, no. Yeah. So, um, there you go. Was it, a lemon, to be fair. Was it, was it in Spain when. Uh, we got to the hotel. They had weird pillows. It was like a yeah. They do in Spain hotel. It's yeah. It was like a big square, and it was like yeah, really flat. I was like yeah. What's supposed to do with that? Every Spanish hotel I've been in, they have those. It's really odd. I think I think we were trying to fold them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not a bad idea. Um. So yeah, I've. Got some pillowcases that I don't know what to do with, so that's my lemon this week. Uh, I'll allow somebody else to uh, my, take the My stage. lemon um, is that uh, Liverpool City Council are currently being... Uh, <laughs> I knew this was coming. <laughs> uh, kind of under investigation for some kind of corruption thing. Uh, it could be true, could be not, I don't know. Um but the governments have decided that that is such a horrific, heinous act that they're going to put some kind of overlightenment overlord in from the government, um, which I find quite funny, considering that the governments are also going... <laughs> they're also corrupt. Yeah. Like, you know, like Matt Hancock should have been put in jail because he broke the law. Chris Grayling decided to buy a ferry service that didn't have a terminal or ferries. Um, you know, like... Uh, Pretty Patel. I just, pretty don't start. She's evil, man. Um, I despise that woman. I know. Um, <laughs> so very much. Um, and I just find it a little bit odd that um, it's. I think it's the first time in X amount of years that it's happened. And I thought, well, if if those people that are involved have been involved in some kind of corruption ring then the courts and the, the, the judicial system will deal with that. I don't think there needs yeah. to be any other kind of yeah. involvement from anybody. And um, to, to, kind of, to kind of add insult to injury, the people that were going to step into the, into the fold of, of, of Liverpool mayor, uh, I've been told by the Central Labour Party that they're not allowed to do that, um, which is absolutely mental. I think, it, I think we'd have been the first city in the UK to have a mayor who's a female um, person of colour and um, I just thought it was a really odd decision that the Labour Party kind of well I did not I didn't really see it as an odd decision anymore and um, the Labour Party just kind of went no you can't have that we're gonna we're gonna come up with our own so yeah it's uh, a bit sour I probably shouldn't ask this online oh god so I'll, keep I'll, it short. I'll get the sense of bar ready here we go have you lost your have you um Got rid of your membership. Oh, I I did that the minute Keir Starmer said he wanted the support of the Sun and the Mail. I le I left then. I was going to hang so on. Yeah, I, I was gonna I was gonna hang on. Um, but you know, the the treatment of Rebecca Long Bailey I thought was ridiculous, and I wanted to stick it out to the um, for the for the. You know, there was a few decisions within the party to be made, and it was uh, there was a lot of people kind of going, "Oh no, you know, although that they clearly don't want socialists, let's stick around." What's the point yeah. in that? You know, like they're not, they're not, they're going to do things to engineer it away from that. So, you know, why why would I keep paying? That's like 
you know, oh, don't don't go and eat in Subway. I know they make sandwiches that you don't like, and their bread's actually made of, um, you know, old donkey's faces. But, you know, you should really still buy sandwiches from Subway because they don't want... In short, to move on, because I know what I've started, um, <laughs> paying, <laughs> paying for something you don't believe in ain't great. No, um, no, it's pointless, isn't it? So I just thought, no, yeah. get rid of that. Uh, my lemon... This is going to be a hell of a lot different than you guys. I couldn't think of anything else. I've had an extremely bad hair day for the last three days. <laughs> past three there years, is... man. <laughs> <laughs> I have good hair, my friend, normally. You, you do. You do, man. You've got a glow. Um, but, uh, yeah, it just doesn't sit right. I have to keep pushing this back, and then that falls down. and Oh, it's a fucking nightmare. But... Um, Get, get your mum to give you a bowl head next time, man. Basing on you. I'm, I'm blaming her because this bit keeps curling round. I keep going, you fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> tell you what, just to stalk the fire a bit more, um, I'll tell you what, Johnny, I saw a headline today and I thought you'd really appreciate it. Um, it was to do with um, the government have announced their new method that they're going to employ to unify the nation, right? Can you imagine what this move would be to unify what is potentially the most divided nation we've ever been? What what mm-hmm. could possibly be done to unify uh, I this think nation? It be the, the forcing of eating bacon with every meal, or everyone <laughs> yeah. has to own a corgi, or get a, the queen tattooed on their face, or... Oh, I don't know. Every government building is going to fly the Union Jack. Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Problem solved. Uh, yeah. I tell you, you know what, man? There's, there's, a, there's a fella across the way from me who's got a flagpole in his back garden and he's always got the Union flag up it. And I'm just yeah. like, what is wrong with you? You're not, first of all, you're not, you're not a military base. You're not, a, you're not government owned. What are you, what, what are you signifying? Yeah. What are you, why no. are you? Why, why, why do we live in a nation full of flag shaggers? It's absolutely beyond. Why, why do people love it? I don't get it. It's cloth. I don't, I, I don't yeah. understand it. Yeah. Oh. But like, it's one of those things where it's like, I doubt the vast majority of people would notice that. Never mind, think this is going to unify oh, me. Thank but, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the thing, isn't it? It's like, um, don't really care. Yeah. Go for it, but is that really going to fix the world's problems or the country's problems? Really? You know what I think is funny? Christ. There will be a section of society that will be made up with that, yet they will pass ex-servicemen who are sleeping rough because our government mm-hmm. sent them off to war, you know, in service, and now they don't do anything for them. They'll happily pass that purse without even thinking, I'll go and buy that fella a sandwich. Like, did they, they, oh, look at you littering up the streets. Oh, fuck off. Oh, thank God, we've got flags on buildings. Jesus Christ, we've got cloth fluttering from a stick. Don't I feel good about myself? Hi. So, yeah, that was uh, something I'd seen today. Um, Can we do a segment? Walk around the night now. (laughs) Can we do a new segment like set Johnny, like wind Johnny up? Yeah. We all have to Um, come with a like one liner to just annoy Johnny, so he wins. And at the end, you can say we annoyed him more. Johnny's soapbox. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so peaches this week. Um, I've managed to come up with three. I've got a full full house. Um, got a full. Here we go. Whether they're the good ones is questionable. Um, so number one is um, for quite some time. Me and Anna have been talking about how we wanted to watch. My name is Earl. One of. <laughs> Those TV shows from from you know years ago that I'm like I was so good I really wish I, I had a way of watching it all, and then the next day, um, we found out it was put on Disney Plus, um, oh. so we've been rewatching all of that. Um, <laughs> that what, episode what absolutely. Fall. You what? That episode when fall into the water tower, man. Aye. <laughs> 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 I haven't seen that show in years. It's proper our kind of TV show as well. It's like just. Can we? You know what? It's as funny as I remember it, so. If we ever hire a bus that has a DVD player, I am going to buy. 
the uh, like the box set of My Name Is Ill because it, it's just it's so good in it, man. It's one of those like Absolutely. forgotten. Je- I think because it, it was it was out at the same time as The Office, so yeah. I think The Office kind of steamrolled it. But it's My Name Is Ill's wonderful, hey. man. It's so funny. The van we had for um, Winter's End had our DVD players and shit in, right? It did, I guess. We'll just hire that guy and we'll bring a stack of DVDs. In- including uh, Kiss meets Scooby-Doo, a rock and roll mystery. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, picture number you one. You just want to watch DVDs. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> um, I'm pleased I'm, I'm re-watching that again. Um, number two is um, I've never had the the satisfaction of eating a hot cross bun because uh, I don't like raisins or sultanas or that kind of thing. Right. So hot cross buns are out the window. But this year, I've, I've discovered that Marks and Spencers are selling chocolate hot cross buns that have chocolate pieces instead of raisins, as well as salted caramel ones that have like salted caramel pieces right. instead of the raisins. So this week, I am determined to to buy some hot cross buns and have a hot cross bun for the first time. Ever. It's not really a hot cross bun, though, is it? It's not, but I'm I'm pleased about it. Uh, I've just realised that, man. Do you, have you never eaten a scone? Then? Not not a scone with uh, with raisins in. Oh, Add them not. Feature number three is the. Um, <laughs> Uh, today, Biffy posted on Instagram saying that they are actually properly working on the sister album to their last album, which is like sort of the B-sides, but it's not at the same time because there weren't B-sides. It was just the songs that didn't make it onto the proper album. But they go and they record it all because they like to kind of start fresh when they write a new album, so they just get everything that they've written out there. Um, so that's I'm pleased cool. that that's, that's started work again because... Um, I think they were originally meant to start working on it in September, um, but because of everything that went on, they couldn't. So it's I'm, I'm pleased that they are sort of back on track with it now. So nice. There we go. Three peaches. Three peaches, man. Yeah. Um, peaches. Let me see. Hmm. Give me the go. Yeah. Uh, peach number one. As I said to you before we went on. Um, as we started moving, I found a hell of a lot of clothes that I forgot about because I own way too many clothes. And I'm enjoying going through uh, different outfits again. I think uh, it's, uh, <laughs> as mental as that sounds, you find things you forget about. Um, yeah. Um, have you found that like, fringe waistcoat, man, that you used to have? That was very cool. I that. I'm trying to find an outfit I can make that work with. Naked, um, man. Sure, that. Yeah, I'd do that. Um, I don't know. Like, but um, might be a bit loud. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I've had a, I had a few. I had another page, surely. Oh, I found an amazing pasta place, which I keep uh, now buying at work every every day. I get two pots of pasta, uh, garlic bread, and uh, these donuts with this mental filling. I don't know what it is. Like peanut butter, I think it is, but chocolatey. Um, six pound fifty. Nutella. Oh. <laughs> six pound fifty. That's, that's not that's bad. So I've been doing that's it every day. You know what, man? I'm, I'll I'll kind of um, I'll go down your donut route, man. There's um, in Chinatown, just up the street from where I live. Um, there's a new bagel place open, and it does killer donuts, man. It does. Hmm. Um, Maple and like a salt with a salted pretzel. Are they on like top. the American donuts or English? Is there a difference? I think so. Like English donuts are more like you know, like proper like English dough with like the sugar in and the filling injected in. American donuts, right, are more like you know the round and then like the sugar and the toppings. The more I'd say they're more American. It's like it's honestly, man. It's like an, it's almost like a New York style I like American donuts. Like a bagelry. Um, yeah. It literally does bagels, donuts, yeah. round, round food. We we can yeah. only have food that isn't ring form. Um, and that. And pretty good coffee, man. And it, honestly, man, they do this maple maple one with like a salted pretzel on top, and it's it's just perfect. But they they kind of they sugar ring donut with with like sugar cinnamon. 
Um, oh, can I interrupt you and finish off my third peach? How about it, man? Uh, I don't know. Do you guys remember that coffee place outside that hotel we stayed at in Hackney, that black sheep where we went and got breakfast? I dream about it most mornings. Uh, they've opened one in Oxford, and I, I now get my coffee there every morning. Oh, yes, man. So they, did happy about that. they did a really black good... coffee. They did a really nice iced coffee, man. I can't remember what it was now, but it was banging. I've gone off iced coffee, and I'll tell you why. One summer's day, I went, I'll have an iced coffee, and they got me a normal coffee and put ice cubes in it. So yeah, I've just never tried it's this. Same with, with cold brew. At once I, I tried cold brew instead of like an iced latte. Mm. Right. That was a mistake. That's just bean water. Like it, It's kind of like... Um, it's kind of, that stuff's kind of sweet, if there's you know what if it's if it's done well like to your I know it sounds daft but to your taste then it it's great instead refreshing but it it, it feels like there's like you'd have to kind of count the grains of sugar or like yeah. the like exact to get it right um to me sometimes like bad cold brew kind of tastes like what the first idea of coca-cola was going to be like you kind of went right we've got this basic idea and now we just need to make it appealing to people you know before it's busy and sweet. All right, Johnny, what are your, the rest of your peaches? Well, uh, new bagelry is going to be uh, number one. I had a job interview the other day, number two. Um, so, although I don't think I did particularly, no, I didn't do badly. It was just, um, it was really weird, man. Like, not, it was a video interview, but I thought there was going to be someone on the other side. It's not like a, just questions flash up on the screen and it like counts down. Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> okay. Um, and it, yeah, it was just, it was a bit weird, but I quite enjoyed the experience. You know, it's quite good. Um, and the, uh, the company that's dealing with my um, compensation for taking voluntary redundancy sent me my confirmation through today and they've calculated my date of working there as uh, less time than I have worked there. So I had oh. to ring, yeah, I had to ring them today and be like, "Hey, I've worked here for like three years longer than you've got written down." Must have like, proof oh. on paper. Yeah, I sent all that across, and they said, "All right, yeah, there's, there's clearly been a thing." So that hopefully means I'll, I'll be in for a, a couple more quid on the end of the uh, on the end of the compensation. So yeah, um, I'm not sure if they're peaches or or just kind of things that's that peaches, man. I dig oh, it. Yeah. That wasn't awful. Yeah, it's a positive thing that occurred in your life. That's that's good enough for a peach. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Right. Well, uh, I think that's that's about it for this week. There's no updates on anything because yeah, we've, we've, we've not we've not got anything going on. <laughs> um. So not yeah, for now you can um. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, IA, Twitter. Can we can we delete Twitter? <laughs> um, uh, YouTube, Spotify, we're there. Um, at KeylockTheBand or slash KeylockTheBand on, on everything. Um, and when we do come to actually have stuff, it'll be on there. Um, it'll also be on our website, which is um, KeylockTheBand.com. Um so yeah, um, that's it from us. We will see you on the other side. The other see side. You later. The other side. <laughs> We're doing that together now. We'll see you on, on the, the other side. The other side. <laughs> Nailed the other it. Side. My internet lags. <laughs>